Welcome in, everybody. 5280 Sports Network, 5280sportsnetwork.com. It's time for the Broncos Blitz for Monday, December the 5th, 2016. Hi, I'm Jake Marsing here in the parking lot of the UC Health Training Center. No Ryan Green today, unfortunately. Uh, Ryan should be back at some point this week, but he is out today. He will not be back tomorrow. I'll do that show from home tomorrow. But uh, no Ryan today. We should have Ryan back at some point during the week. In the meantime, friends, just you and I to recap this Denver Broncos victory 20-10 over the Jacksonville Jaguars. We'll talk about that game. We'll play some sound from Gary Kubiak. And we will hit on the big breaking news of the day. Former Raven, former Lion, Justin Forsett coming to Denver. And another corresponding move that was just made a little while ago. Uh, to make that move possible. But let's start with this ball game. Paxton Lynch leads the Denver Broncos his second NFL start in place of Trevor Simeon. Overall impression for Lynch, uh, I, I was not, obviously not particularly impressed, but I wasn't as down on him as so many others are. He did not have a good game, but he also... Di- <laughs> Here's the thing with Paxton Lynch for me, and I've said this on the show before. I don't know that Paxton Lynch is a guy you can give a week's preparation of as the starter, who you can just give spot starts to. I don't think he's that guy. I think if you gave him the opportunity to work as an everyday starter in the league, he would play well. Uh, because, excuse me getting late in the day because the system would evolve around him and he would be able to craft the system the way he wanted to and the Broncos did the best they could yesterday to try and make him a little more comfortable they ran some boot action they ran some other things but he was not particularly good the stat line was not good 12 for 24 I believe with a little over 100 yards passing no interceptions which is pretty important that's what they really wanted out of him but he wasn't really able to move the offense. It was errant on a lot of his throws. His footwork did not look good. But I, I quite frankly, am going to give Lynch a pass on this because I think you also saw at times, just like you have every time we've seen Paxton Lynch take the field, including in practice and in training camp, you've seen that A-plus athleticism, A-plus arm talent that got him drafted where he was early, uh, late in the first round, middle, kind of mid to late first round. Uh, that's where he belonged. That's where I think the Broncos felt comfortable with him. And Gary Kubiak seems, even today, a day after watching, uh, a day after the game, after watching the tape, he seems just as excited about Paxton Lynch as he has ever been. Here's Gary Kubiak talking about the 22-year-old rookie quarterback. Oh, God, I think this guy's got a brilliant career ahead of him. You know, I'm really excited, you know, uh, we're asking a lot of them. You know, we threw him in there against Atlanta. He got to start against Atlanta, and he gets to start on the road here against Jacksonville. And, uh, you know, he's a young kid, but uh, I'm excited about some of the things I see, and then I'm also excited about things I know we can correct that are going to help him out. But he's a hard worker. He's a good kid. Uh, he went in there and protected the ball yesterday, which we needed him to do for us to win. Yeah, he can make some more plays. He knows that, and I have confidence that he will. So Gary's perfectly happy with where things are at. Broncos country, on the other hand, doesn't quite seem to be. I think Broncos fans have, I've learned this, kind of covering the this team and, and interacting with Broncos fans on Twitter. Be sure to give me a follow at Jake D. Marsing. Um, y'all are pretty fickle 
And when things don't go your way instantly, you want to make really quick judgments. Like, first time you see a guy, you want to make a judgment about him. And then you make that judgment, and then it's really hard to change your opinion over the course of time. For example, Khalif Raymond. We'll talk about him a little bit more in a second. But Khalif has the first punt return of his entire NFL career. It takes kind of a weird spin. He doesn't quite get a good look at it. He lets it take a hop in front of him, and then it bounces off of his leg, and he has to run after it and go get it. And all of a sudden, I'm seeing on Twitter, oh my god, looks like we need to go back to the drawing board at special teams. The kid is 22, and that was the first time he'd ever taken a punt in the NFL. He's had a holy cross. He's five foot seven. I'm surprised he can see the football. Give him a minute. Goodness gracious, Broncos fans. It's all right. I understand it comes with the territory, but it's frustrating to watch a team and a fan base that is so accustomed to winning that they've almost become arrogant about it, that you're almost, you expect perfection on every single play, and when it's not perfect, you automatically rush to judgment, not just about that particular play or that particular series, but about that player's abilities as a human being. That is certainly not the right approach, and I think Broncos fans who are smart really were able to sit back and watch the game in its entirety, and out of Paxton Lynch, they saw a quarterback who was young, who was starting in his second start in the NFL, playing in just his third NFL game, has not gotten a lot of reps. Uh, Trevor Simeon has gotten the vast majority of the reps out here. They tried to change the offense a little bit to suit his skill set, but it was kind of half-hearted changes. They didn't really do functional things that would help that helped him a lot, but I mean that's that's to defend Paxton Lynch because I'm not going to be as down on him as as some people are. I give him a pass, but make make no mistake, he didn't make the plays that were there to be made. Demarius Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders, he missed. Uh, he did not make the necessary plays that that could have been made uh, for him, and it's. Frankly, a little surprising to see that happen. So what the Broncos did, I think, yesterday was was win one of those kind of tough, gritty, grimy games where you get out to a lead and you just try to hold on to it for dear life. Gary Kubiak said after the game how proud he was of his team, how, how they toughed it out, how they got the win, how they did what they needed to do. But here's the reality. If the Broncos play the way they played against the Jaguars, against really any of their uh, their last four opponents, even though I'm not as high on Tennessee as some others are. But if they play against those teams the way they played against the Jaguars, they are going to lose, and they're going to lose fairly handily. Even if, uh, I mean, you cannot play the way you played against the Jags and beat the Patriots, or beat the Chiefs, or beat the Raiders. You might be able to beat the Titans, but, but that'll be a lot tougher, too. The Broncos are in trouble. Um, they, they remain in trouble. This this win is going to kind of calm some people down. But let's make no mistake. These next four games, Tennessee, New England, Kansas City, uh, Oakland, these are tough games for Denver. And they realistically need to win out if they want any shot at being a contender for a high playoff seed or the division. Realistically, that's out of the question at this point, which is strange to think for a Broncos team, considering how much success they've had uh, during the Peyton Manning era and even in the Tebow era, that the Broncos are 
kind of staring down the barrel of not winning the division this year. And that's kind of the reality that's starting to set in. Kansas City and Oakland just keep winning. We'll see how things turn out with those teams. But I think they're going to be tough outs one way or another. The Broncos have opportunities. I think they have everything still sitting in front of them. A little bit of help, and they can find themselves in the one seed, uh, or they can miss out on the playoffs. I mean, everything is still totally wide open for the Broncos. We will see where things wind up. But let's talk a little bit about one of the guys who I got most excited about watching that game yesterday, and that is Khalif Raymond, the young punt returner, kick returner that the Broncos appear to have found off their practice squad. He's a former get-to-know-a-Bronco guest, uh, one of the guys in the locker room that, that really has shown to me and to a lot of people that he's here to work. The Broncos fans should be excited about this kid because he is here to do big things, and you saw that yesterday. After the the kind of blip, that first return, he showed sure-handedness, he showed decisiveness, even in his cutback lanes. Here's a fun fact for you. The best two punt returns the Broncos have gotten all season happened yesterday with Khalif Raymond. That kid sees things that other people don't. He is smart. He works his tush off. He's going to be there for the Broncos in a very real sense for a very long time. I have a feeling that that fans are going to come to like him. And I also think he's going to continue to get an increased role on the offensive side of the ball as well. I think Gary Kubiak still primarily sees him as a kick returner. But I think they'll try and find ways to utilize his speed. He's not like a Trendon Holiday where he's physically incapable of catching the ball. That's what he did. That's what Khalif Raymond did at Holy Cross. 14 touchdowns in his Holy Cross career as a receiver. The kid can flat out ball. And I think you're going to get opportunities to see that with Khalif Raymond. Let's hear Coach Kubiak talk a little bit about what he saw out of the youngster uh, from his post-mortem press conference a little bit earlier today. Uh, yeah, he gave us some juice, you know. I mean, uh, he's the fastest guy on the field. I know that. And uh, he looked good throughout the course of the week. Uh, um, got a couple of things he's got to clean up, the decision-making, you know, for himself too. But uh, the thing that was uh, obvious there, I mean, when he touched the ball, we gave him some space, some good things happened. You know, he had, I think he had two, two returns over 10 yards or something like that, and the penalty added to the other one. So got to feel pleased about what we saw. What does it say about it? Khalif Raymond and Paxton Lynch, the two big stories uh, from the Broncos' facility today. Oh, wait, no, they weren't. They weren't the big stories. The big story, of course, is Justin Forsett, former Ravens running back, former Lions running back, heading to the Mile High City. The Broncos claim him off waivers, and in uh, a conjoining move, a a corresponding move, they place running back Capri Bibbs, who suffered a high ankle sprain, still in a boot today. They place Capri on injured reserve. Tough break for a very talented young man who had really started to come into his own on this Broncos roster, just was not able... Uh, the, the, the nature of the injury makes it so that he's not going to be able to come back reliably uh, before the end of the season, and that you know, they may get C.J. Anderson back by that point. Probably not, but the Broncos need help at running back as they enter the home stretch. And Justin Forsett, 31 years old, a guy who couldn't crack the Lions starting rotation this season. So I'm not, I don't think Broncos fans should be jumping for joy over the signing of Justin Forsett. 
but he could be a reliable veteran who comes in, gets, you know, six to eight carries a game once he's fully formed into the system and is able to help out these young backs, spell them for depth. Uh, you know, we'll see. It all kind of depends on what shape he comes in uh, into the facility, too. Broncos, I don't believe... I'm trying to figure this out for sure and talk with some folks, but as far as I can report, the Broncos did not work out for a set before claiming him today. They did, however, work him out before he wound up signing with the Lions. Um, so that was months ago. They have not seen him in quite a little while. So... We will see what kind of shape Justin Forsett is in on Wednesday when he gets to the facility. By the way, Wednesday is set to be a frigid, cold day. So uh, expect practices for those who follow these sorts of things to be inside for the Broncos on Wednesday. So the Broncos get the win 20-10 to over the Blake Bortles-led Jacksonville Jaguars. A tough win, a gritty win. Bradley Roby with the pick six. A good game for the Broncos, I think, to try and build on, but we've we've broken it down to the extent where I can tell you firmly and soundly that if uh, the Broncos play the way they played today against any of these last four opponents, they're going to be in some serious trouble. So let's hope for their sake that that isn't what happens. My partner Ryan Green uh, on this program, give him a follow on Twitter, at rgreen. 5280. Follow us online at our at uh, 5280sportsnet. Excuse me at 5280sportsnet on Twitter and 5280sportsnetwork.com. Give me a follow on Twitter at Jake D Marsing. Sometimes when I'm stuck in traffic, I periscope funny things and tell dirty jokes. So you'll want to check that out for sure. Again, give me a follow on Twitter at Jake D Marsing. Be sure to listen to Sean and Nate. In the mornings on Mile High Sports, uh, FM FM 94.7, every morning here in Denver from 7 to 10 a.m., I believe, yeah, 7 to... 7 to 9, excuse me, 7 to 9, and then they do the, the, they do the, the third hour with uh, with a national show over on SB Nation. So give them a listen. If you're, you know, flipping around in the channels in the morning, check me out on the Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude Sports AM 950 as well. Uh, but definitely tune into Sean and Nate's show first. Uh, anything else that, I'm, that I need to promote off the top of my head? I don't think so. Yeah, the Snakes Takes podcast, Matt Smith with his videos, and there's no bull Jeff's, uh, Just Buffs podcast, James Gomez's Weekly Rebound, all sorts of good stuff on the 5280 Sports Network site, uh, on YouTube, at the 5280 Sports Network channel. We are we're just all over the place, man. So I will be back tomorrow with a home show. We'll talk about any news that breaks, anything we hear out of Justin Forsett. If we get a statement between now and then, I'll read that to you. And uh, we may do some other stuff. We are scheduled, by the way, for Get to Know a Bronco Get to know Bronco this week is on Wednesday. It's probably going to wind up being on Wednesdays more often than not. I try and get it done on Tuesdays, but just the way that the locker room works, it it doesn't necessarily work out the way you'd always like. So uh, that'll do it for me out here at uh, the UC Health Training Center. We will be back here on Wednesday, but the home show tomorrow. Again, follow my partner on Twitter, at rgreen5280. Follow me on Twitter, at Jake D. Marsing. I am Jake Marsing. He's Ryan Green. And until next time... This is 5280 Sports Network.